Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Looking for levels, we've got them. Looking for levels in all the wrong places. Welcome to Talking Tofu, a vegan food podcast. I'm Becky Streepy. And I'm David Streepy. And this week on the show, we ate Buffalo Ranch potato puffs and tried Gardein Ultimate plant based chicken nuggets. Yeah, we did. We eat buffalo ranch potato puffs, right? And try. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In the present tense. Yeah. Yeah. This week on the show, we eat buffalo ranch potato puffs and try Guardian Ultimate Plant-Based Chicken Nuggets. Yeah, that does sound better. It's not an alternate take. You should keep the whole thing. Yeah. Toeheads, which do you prefer? What tense? No, it's present tense. Toeheads, don't worry about that one. Oh, okay. Sorry. Stand out. Not that it Toe matters. stand out. Not that it matters. The toeheads have been really responsive lately. I have multiple letters. And we have a review to read this week, like. and I have to just pick and choose. And I'm thinking a review and a letter. <laughs> Do you really want to? Yeah. You want to? Let's just burn through spend it. Spend it all the second that we get a little windfall. They're burning a hole in my pocket, no, Dave. No, I don't think we need to do that. We're going to do that. Let's drip, let's drip it. Yeah. Let's drip it. <laughs> we got to save this, this primo content for tight times. Nah. Dave. What? How are you doing? I'm good. I took a nap and then you came in and we're like, I'm going to take a nap too. <laughs> and then I needed a nap. And then you loudly prepared for your nap. <laughs> and um, you got a good nap, right? Did you have a good nap? It was great. It was yeah, actually really great. Good. Nap. I'm sorry I disturbed your nap. Well, and then I got up about <laughs> 10 minutes later and. Went to the other part of the house. Yeah. Meanwhile, you had given our child a portable vacuum cleaner and then left to go take a nap. Mm-hmm. And I don't... You didn't hear that vacuum cleaner going for the next 15 minutes? I did not hear it. Well, I did. Oh. So, I'm, is... I'm glad you had a good nap. I had a great nap. I really That's needed it point. and it I feel great. You know who else needed it? Who actually like came up with the idea? Who? Who was me? You? Yeah. Oh, were you trying to nap? I was trying to take a nap. Yeah. yeah I'd gotten my little weighted blanket, mm. and I was trying to get cozy underneath it. And then old pots and pans, Becky came in. <laughs> yeah. But I took a quiet minute to read my book, I guess, and I guess there's value in that. Yeah. It's just not the same as sleeping, what your body like actually needs. 
to recharge the battery. Yeah. It's just not the same as that. Not exactly. It's nice to relax. But on the other hand, a little quiet minute under a weighted blanket to read your book sounds lovely. It does. It's kind of like when you go out to dinner and you've got big food ideas in your mind and then the only vegan option is a salad and fries. Is it like if you go to Dunkin' was, Donuts to get breakfast? Do you want to talk about that? Shall we? Yeah. We went to get COVID tests, everyone, because that's the world we live in. And uh, we were all negative. Very delightful results. But uh, it was very uh, COVID tests aren't fun to receive. And so as a treat, we took the kid and we went to a nearby Dunkin' Donuts to get the Beyond Breakfast sandwich and tater tots and uh dave and the kids stayed in the car because why should all three of us go into order and so well because i think the outcome may have been slightly different if we'd been in there if we could have conferred okay so uh um i went in to get three beyond breakfast sandwiches and three orders of tater tots uh, not tater tots hash browns but they yeah. are like tater tots they're hash browns they're discs yeah let's be clear for the listener yeah Speaking of let's be clear for the listener, though, I feel like you really glossed over the COVID test part. Oh, yeah, I did. It was a deep brain tickle swab. It was. And the child gets weekly tests at school, but they're the quick test that just like scoop a nostril. And so I had prepared the child that this one goes a little bit further than those. You're like, okay. But nobody can be prepared for that. Yeah, it's it's quite... Quite far up there. Yeah. And, and so there was screaming. Screaming. <laughs> throwing things. Throwing things. Also, the child had a cold. Yeah. Which was kind of one of the motivators for this, but was very congested. Yeah. And congestion also, the last time I got a COVID test like this, uh, I was a little bit congested, just like allergies. Um, and the congestion makes it worse because... If it shakes something loose up there, then it hurts afterwards for much longer if you're congested is a fun fact that I learned. And so this poor kid, anyway, we took him to Duncan. Another thing I learned just real quick on the COVID test. Oh, sure, sure, sure. People are, you, there's different skill levels of, of doing it. Mm-hmm. Because the last time we had somebody who was just an, a pro and oh. I didn't appreciate that until we got this one. I feel like we did appreciate it at the time and yet- our appreciation grew even more. Our appreciation because was, I'd had a COVID test before that. I had not. Oh, I had had one before that because I was violently ill. I knew it wasn't COVID, but at the time, or I guess you couldn't sp- get in without COVID. Yeah, yeah, I I was throwing up, and the urgent care wouldn't let me in to talk about the actual cause of that until I got until they gave me a COVID test. So um, I have had received one previous, and I knew what it was like. And the the second one that I had. The lady was incredible. I mean, it still wasn't uh, pleasant, but it was much less unpleasant. And then this third one was more like the first one. Mm. I didn't remember you qualifying it in relation to the first test that I wasn't at. I was. I remember reacting to it like, this is what everybody's been complaining about for a year. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not pleasant, but get over it, you babies. Yeah. And but- then this one happened. And it's, I still kind of feel that way. But... It was definitely more uncomfortable and painful. Yeah. So we went to Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> and Dave and the kid waited in the car because um, why should we all three go in? And uh, I 
I ordered three Beyond Breakfast sandwiches and three orders of hash browns and was informed that the Beyond Breakfast sandwich has been discontinued. And I was very sad, but also I was at the counter. So there wasn't time to text Dave and be like, should we just bail? What do we do? The line was long. So I just ordered three orders of their hash browns and um, their hash browns are kind of a disappointing they're not great hash browns you think so mm-hmm. what don't you like about them i feel like i likened them to tater tots earlier they're kind they kind of are like flat tater tots i i'd rather just have a tater tot or a different hash brown they're not very crispy i felt like they're kind of they're not as crispy on the outside they're kind of mushy but they're the kind of bland we got the ones we got in orlando earlier this summer were very crispy uh, almost to a were- fault Maybe these were like underdone or something. I don't know. And maybe I was just really bummed because I wanted that sandwich. But we went home and Dave made us sausage sandwiches that were better than anything we could have gotten at Dunkin'. So just to be clear, because I know we've got toeheads all over the globe, the Beyond Sausage Breakfast Sandwich continues to be available at several hundred Dunkin' restaurants throughout the country, including in California, Arizona, New Mexico, Colorado, Missouri, Nebraska, Hawaii, Utah, Kansas, and Wyoming. Oh. So don't, uh, you know, don't just take a employee's word for it. They're not worried about corporate. They're not worried about the <laughs> national footprint. No. They're just talking about their store. Oh. Well, it was discontinued at this store, and I was sad. And I guess in all of Georgia, according to that list. Well, yeah. Yeah. It's not great. <laughs> it's not. But it's, it's a great not, road trip option, and now it's gone because the states that you listed don't include ones we drive through on road trips typically. Colorado. I'm thinking about driving we, trips. Yeah, but in, when we go to Denver, are we eating at I guess it, we're at the airport. But then if we're at the airport, we're already going into Denver where the food is much better. It seems like you don't want to see a, a light at the end of this tunnel. So I'm saying that... There are a couple of places on here that are places that we go. So if we want to scratch that itch, we will still be able to. We will not not be able to. I guess. It's not as convenient. It's not as good as a road trip. It's not as it's not great as to not have that option in Florida. But I mean, we're impossible whopper people on road trips now anyway. Yeah, we are. And I don't think that we would have been beyond breakfast sandwich people on road trips. Because there's a stomach ache factor there. Well, there's stomachache factor with the impossible Whopper, too. You're up a little bit later in the day, though. Your body's ready for that sort of thing. You're starting your day with these greasy hash browns and a Beyond sandwich. It's downhill from there. You don't drive there. You just sleep it off. I try to. Yeah. 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 I'm saying that hope's not lost. They say we maintain a strong relationship with Beyond Meat and will continue to work together to explore innovative plant-based options to, con- to meet consumer demand for plant-based menu items. The head of corporate communications told Insider, it's Business Insider. So I'm just saying, let's choose optimism. Let's travel to Denver to eat a Beyond Breakfast. No, that's not what I'm <laughs> suggesting. A little disingenuous to put those words in my mouth. Is it? Is it, Dave? It is. It is. I would eat it at the at the airport on the way out. Oh, airport! We typically on the way out. have to get up early to fly back anyway because we lose so much of the day, and yeah. we usually don't have a good breakfast, do we? No. So, 
there's a specific use case. See, if I hadn't sought optimism, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't have seen that. That's true. That's true, Dave. Save it. You saved us. She's looking at me in a way that's like, move on. <laughs> no, I love it. I can tell. Hey, what? should we read this review and letter? No, you have to tell me how you're doing. Oh, I'm good. I had a nice nap. <laughs> I had a headache so bad this morning that it woke me. I couldn't sleep. And so it was very nice to have a nap once the headache went away. Yeah. I don't know what caused it. Yes, I do. Yeah. What caused it is bad posture. I have oh. bad posture and I haven't been doing my physical therapy exercises. And so the fallout was a terrible headache that woke me up this morning. You didn't. You don't think you caught the child's cold because the child complained of a headache as one of the symptoms. Oh, maybe I did take two a leave, so I wouldn't know if I had a fever right now. Yeah. So we got a, le- a letter. You are hot to get to. That's how you're doing. As you got a nap. Anything else going on in your life that you want to talk about? I'm, it's not a loaded question. Oh, I was like, is there something I should be mentioning? No, you're staring at me. Your eyes today uh-huh. are just just novels. <laughs> what? You know, they're saying so much about what you think of me. <laughs> and what you're, More than usual? I'm going to keep yeah, them close. They're a running commentary on the <laughs> words that I'm saying at that moment and whether you like or dislike them. That's actually been a problem my whole life. Mm. I cannot keep what I'm thinking off my face. Hmm. I cannot do it. Impossible. Hmm. We got a letter though. Okay. Reardon Metal says, great podcast, exclamation point. This is a very fun and informative podcast. Becky and Dave's reviews of new foods and restaurants are very insightful and honest. I highly recommend. Well, wow. I highly recommend leaving a sweet review like Reardon Metal did. Reardon Metal, to, that's very sweet, but to call it informative, can you write another review and tell us what we informed you about? <laughs> or write us an Instagram what letter? I'm, Is that what they call them? Yep, an Instagram, an Instagram letter. letter. Yep. <laughs> I would like to know, though. I, yep. I don't think of us as particularly informative. Really? We do a toe news up sub- yeah. segment. That's y- all you that's informative. I You're guess. the informative one. Okay. Reardon Metal, if that's what you mean, can you either write another <laughs> review and confirm or get a friend to write the review and confirm on your behalf? Because I don't think you can write two reviews, right? It would really help Dave's self-esteem to know that he informed It's not a you. self-esteem thing. I just want to know. Okay. Also, this comes on the heels of the episode that uh, came out last week when we said, please, by no, by all means, do not leave us any reviews. Oh, so I'm, I should be mad. No. Reardon Metal, thank you. You fell for our trap. Oh. And we, do you think, we love it. What's the date on that review? Yeah, no, the review came out oh, after, <laughs> okay. before we uh, released that episode, but after we had recorded it. Lied to the listener. Lied to the listener. If you listen to us on Apple Podcasts or even just have access to Apple Podcasts and listen on another platform, you can leave us a review and we will absolutely read it on the show. Do they do reviews on other places? I was told that on other places. You can name the the platforms. I think it was Spotify that someone said they couldn't do it. Oh, okay. They tried. Okay. But it might have been Stitcher. Mm. I don't. 
it's been, this is the kind of informative content that you can expect yeah. <laughs> on Talking Tofu. Yeah. Well, thank you, Reardon Metal. Reardon so Metal, nice. that was great. I'm looking forward to that follow-up. And yeah, but thank thank you for a nice review and saying a nice thing about us. And we will spend this amount of time on your review when you write one, other Toeheads. Speaking of informative, we received a great letter. Jeff writes, hey guys, I love your podcast. It is hilarious. Mad Love is the actually the Drew Barrymore convertible film. This is in response to our discussion about Boys on the Side. Mad Love. Dave has a clear memory of the poster of Boys on the Side with Drew Barrymore hanging out at the top of a convertible. And Jeff is informing us that it was actually Mad Love. It came out in 1995, just like Boys on the Side. See, a, see attached. He sent a... a photo of the poster, which I will put on our socials. (laughs) Drew is just asking for a bug to the face here. Keep up the great work. I'm also interested in the stove status. I'm using my vent now every time I cook and hoping that's enough. Oh, we got to get a stove. Yeah, we kind of, so we had a consultation from an electric or from, I guess, like someone at the, at the hardware store came. Oh yeah. And he came and he said, you need an electrician to come and make you an outlet because there's nowhere to plug in an electric stove here. Because mm-hmm. our gas stove, like you, you have to plug in a gas stove too, but really the plug isn't powering very much. It's like the clock part. Chris O'Donnell's in Mad Love. What? That's who she's in Mad Love with, I assume. But he's right. It's a convertible. I mean, it's a Jeep, but I'm not going to split hairs. Um, and she's sticking out the top of it, mm-hmm. asking for a bug in the face. Exactly. Unlike they, in Boys on the Side when she's asking for a bug in the toenail polish. Bug in the toe, yeah. Mm-hmm. Toe bug. Yeah. Love is the ultimate ride. <laughs> so the, it seems like the car plays a big part of it. Yeah, it does. You, Based on the poster. You said it like obviously. Obviously. It's a movie about Drew it. and her car. All right. Anyway, you got to put an outlet in. Yeah, so they have to put in an outlet and I feel that that overwhelmed us and we need to get back to it. Well, we we got some quotes. Mm-hmm. We're looking into it. We're working on it. Yeah. Really? Yeah. The Our gas stove that we have now is Sucks. kind of on the way out. Yeah. It continues to suck. The burners continue to turn on only intermittently. And then when they do turn on, sometimes not all the way, even oh. if you turn it like the heat, when you have the stove on low, it should still have fire all around, just less. But this one, even on high, it fires only three quarters of the way around sometimes. Sometimes all the way. That's alarming. I made just egg in the skillet this morning, and I think I blacked out from the gas. Oh, no. Yeah. It was strong. Yeah. Yeah. It's not healthy. It probably took a year off my life. Yeah. We don't have a vent hood. So, Jeff, you're probably, you're years ahead of us as far as taking care of your health. Yeah. We we are talking Way about go, maybe Jeff. doing a vent hood too, but we already have to get an outlet installed. No, so we're getting knows? a vent hood. Oh, okay. Cool. We have to. Oh. In for a penny, in for a pound? No. The vent hood is the bigger problem. The vent hood has always been when the oven is going or the stove is going, like the smell just stays in the house for like the next two days. It's true. I could cook stuff, other stuff, smelly stuff. Brussels sprouts. It's not a, a license to cook smelly stuff, but... 
even the not smelly stuff, if you're hungry for something, that doesn't mean you want to smell it six hours later. It's true. That's an unpleasant life experience. Yeah. We have one of those little air purifiers. It's like a tabletop air purifier. And we run that sometimes if we're cooking smelly stuff. It's basically on 24-7 at this point. Yeah. It's a problem. It is. I agree. Becky, it's a problem. (laughs) It's a problem. Jeff, thanks for the letter. Yes, thank you. We loved it. And you really cleared up a big big oopsie on our parts. And I just want to say I'm looking forward to that five-star review. We don't know that if Jeff If you like isn't... us enough to write us a letter, you like us enough to fucking tell people about us. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> you know what? Don't do it. <laughs> By all means, don't no. do it. No. Yeah, don't do it. It's fine. Yeah, it's see fine. if we care. It's fine. Yeah. You want to do a news? Yeah, let's do a it. news story? I have to get off of Mad Love. You can get the poster on eBay for fourteen ninety five. That's how I found out that Chris O'Donnell was in it. But the listing has one L in O'Donnell. And we all know that Chris O'Donnell is a 2L name. But anyway, welcome to Talking Tone News. This is a segment each week where I pluck a ripe headline from the vegan world, the vegan news world, and present it here. And then we talk about it. This one's from Veg News from Jocelyn Martinez on August 19th, 2021. Old Navy is now making plant-based sandals from sugarcane. Whoa. Yeah. So uh, fashion retailer Old Navy relaunched its classic flip-flops, which are now made from sugarcane. Sandals are getting sustainable vegan makeover. San Francisco-based company recently launched women's flint. Plant, plant-based, sorry, plant-based. plant-based flip-flops and slides featuring an EVA foam outsole made from 51% renewable sugar cane. So, I'm a little surprised that the that they didn't have accidentally vegan cheap sandals anyway, because Old Navy is like disposable clothing. Their flip-flops were have been vegan for always like the, the very cheap ones that you can yeah. get, like they could, they're in a big bin or yeah. I don't, I don't know. I haven't been at to an old Navy in a long time just because the closest one is kind of a hike. Uh-huh. But back when I did live near an old Navy, yeah, and I did go to one somewhat regularly. Yeah. They would have that big bin of like flip flops for like a couple dollars. Uh huh. Um, and those were vegan. They're just like plastic. Okay. And they would fall apart, but they were also like $2 or something. Right. So you would just get get new ones when the old ones broke. Can well, I see a picture of these flip-flops? Joke's on me then, I guess. Well, but they, they're... You know what? I'm going to send it to you. I want you to give Jocelyn the click. Okay. I feel like we pill for these guys for content enough. Maybe we give them a click. Get a little clicky. Oh, these are cuter than the ones that I was getting in college. That's their classic flip-flops. But these, the ones, these are cute. Yeah. You're talking about like the short thong ones, right? Yeah. I know what you're talking about. These are just a little bit cuter. They're long thong. Yeah. They almost have like a gladiator, except the gladiator would go all the way around. They're cute. They're cute sandals. I'll see if I can find a picture of these to put on social media as well. Um, But they look like the same... Like 
those soles in the strap material look very much like the ones I had in college all the time. But these are cuter in design, I think. A little bit further down uh, in the article is a cool nugget that Adidas is planning to launch mushroom leather Stan Smiths in the near future. And the Stan Smiths are a good looking shoe. So looking forward to that, Adidas. But do not want to take away from Old Navy. Hats off to you for making a more sustainable, disposable shoe. Are the Stan Smiths like the old school low top Adidas with like the just the three stripes? Very plain. Those are gazelles. Oh, what's the Stan, the Stan Smiths? Um, the Stan Smiths are the, they look a little bit more, they're not patent leather, but they look a little bit more leathery. They're raver, they're the raver shoes. Like the suede? They look like suede? Oh. I'm showing her a picture, even though they're in the article that I just linked over to you. Yeah. I did not have those. Yeah. I think I had the gazelles. Do you have gazelles? Mine were baby blue. With white stripes, and I wore them until they fell to pieces. I loved them so I had a much. Pair of gazelles right now. Those shoes, not vegan. This was high school. Yeah, yeah. Gosh, they were cute. I would, I would wear a vegan pair of those in a minute. Yeah. Still baby blue with white stripes. I think would be my choice. Yeah, I think the Stan Smiths. I remember as going with like rave skirts a lot, mm-hmm. or maybe a Jenko. See, Jenkos, I. Saw those more with like the uglier athletic shoes, like a Nike, like a bigger Nike or something like that. Like the like not ugly clunk- in a bad way, clunky. but like with tread on the bottom side and a little bit of tread that comes up on the toe part, you know, like mm-hmm. they're like cross country shoes or cross cross training shoes. That's oh, it. gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Um, not to say that Jinkos and Stan Smiths have never been worn together. Yeah. But I thought of them. You can't make that claim. Right. No. I Anything can happen at a rave. Of, Sorry. You're trying to make a point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I remember them as more of like those rave skirts that were long skirts. I'm not talking about like mini skirt rave wear. Oh. I'm talking about like the long ones. Oh, like parachute material. It's almost kind of like a goth crossover. Mm-hmm. Like that kind of long skirt. Yeah. They would be the shoes that accompany that. Yeah. Yeah. In yeah, yeah. 1996. Yes. Yeah. Good year for fashion, 1996. Yeah. Yeah. I look like shit. Hey, me too. Oh, before we leave the news segment, I did want to say. I know, I know. Let's back it up. Pretty good. That was 10 out of 10, Dave. Come on. Before we leave the news segment, I wanted to say that something I hear, especially on Twitter from non-vegans, is that vegan leather is worse for the planet than animal leather, which, first of all, false. But I think that these new alternative leathers are a great way to maybe put an end to that silly argument that wasn't true in the first place, but is even less true now. What do you mean because they are being used in fashionable executions or that they are actually being like the production? They're saying the producing vegan leather is worse for the planet than oh. producing cow leather, but that's just not true because cow leather goes through. First of all, there's the whole raising the cow part uh-huh. impacts of which are not even usually accounted for. And then also the process of turning the skin of a cow into a shoe, like mm. tanning and stuff mm-hmm. like that. The chemicals are Awful. Arguably gotcha. worse than the ones used to make, like, whatever, vinyl. 
Gotcha. Would be used in like cheap vegan leather, you know. But mm-hmm. I'm just glad to see a company, a company like Old Navy, doing vegan leather from plant sources mm-hmm. instead of plastic. Yeah, that's big. That's really big. That's all. Do you think? So your read on this article, and maybe maybe Jocelyn says it here. I'm going to admit I skimmed it. While you were refilling your drink, I read through uh, part of the end and she kind of went into some of the other brands who were also starting to yeah, yeah. bring in like sugar cane and mushrooms and stuff to make uh, right leather products. I guess I was like, they're not using sugar cane as a leather replacement. Not in these, right. not in the old Navy, but then in the but then others are. Yeah. Yes. In the like, got it. Yeah. Further down so in the article. You're making an adjacent point to the adjacent point that they make further down in the article. Yeah, you mentioned like Adidas. Right. I did. Yes. Don't point the finger at me. I'll acknowledge that I, yeah, I yeah, mentioned yeah, yeah. Adidas. I'm saying... I, I'll I was be the first to admit it. I'm piggybacking off of your adjacent point. Hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Anyway, D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D. <sighs> you want to talk about these potato puffs? Wait. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of Twitter, mm-hmm. the other day on Twitter, friend of the show, Diane Wentz from Diane's Vegan Kitchen tweeted out her recipe for potato puffs. And uh, Dave sent it straight to me and said, Look at this. And I said, Oh my gosh. And I looked in the fridge. And saw that we had all of the ingredients and was like, oh, I'm going to make this for dinner tonight to go with our dinner tonight. You can't. These aren't an entree. They're delicious, but they're not a main dish. We weren't going to have them for dinner with. Anyway, so then while I was um, on my phone a few minutes later, I loaded Twitter. And there, first thing in my timeline was your response to her tweet Mm -hmm. saying. I engaged. Yeah. You said something like, I need to eat this. Yeah. And I said, you will at 6 p.m. Yeah. And we did. Yeah. We had all the ingredients. Very easy to make. We had them with Gardein uh, Ultimate Plant-Based Chicken Nuggets, <laughs> which we will talk yep. about. Pretty brown dinner. It was a very beige plate. We did have roasted broccoli, which I cut too small, and they overcooked a lot. Yeah. But I kind of still liked it, but I think you and the kid maybe didn't. Look, don't. They were crispy. Don't put this on us. They were real crispy. Don't put this on us. I burnt the broccoli, everyone. Look. <laughs> Pre-villainizing us. It's been a tough week. Anyway, I burnt the broccoli, but I what I didn't burn was the potato puffs. Mm-hmm. So how you make these, it's basically like um, a mashed potato dough. You mash up the potato with lots of seasonings, and you form it into balls and bake them. They're supposed to be sort of like a healthier take on tater tots. Although I will say that the texture is not, they're not a tater tot. They're smoother. You know how tater tots are kind of have a chunky outer, more minced texture. These are smoother, but they give you a kind of a tater tots experience. And um, I would definitely check Diane's recipe because I haven't told you all the information you need for sure because I'm doing this off the top of my head. I'll link her recipe in the show notes. They had kind of a gnocchi texture to me. Yeah, they were kind of like gnocchi. Totally. 
Nice sort of like correction. Ooh, was it? Was that what I was doing? Yeah. I was agreeing with okay. you. Naki. You sure? Is it Noki or Naki, everyone? No, you don't do that. You know that it's Naki, right? Do I Noki that it's Naki. Do I? Oh, Jesus. I'm not the only one Googling this. Gnocchi. Jokes ha! on me. Jokey's on you. <laughs> it was the first time all week that I've been right. Gnocchi. I always pronounced it gnocchi, and then someone told me it was Naki, and I just believed them like a fool. And then you you took that torch and tried to burn me with it. It's true. Oh, what a fool. What a fool I this was. This is like anti-vax. This is how it happens. Yeah. Oh, just goes to show that anyone can fall for it. Wow, wow, wow. <laughs> Yes, so I baked up these mashed potatoes. <laughs> even, even you, even me, even who's famously not gullible. <laughs> hey, so I made these mashed potato puffs. I baked them up. Then you after you, yes, you make them in the oven. Mm-hmm. Then after you bake them, you drizzle them with ranch dressing. And then with buffalo sauce mixed with melted vegan butter, and then you eat them. Dave. Wait. wait. Yes. There was ranch dressing on them? You didn't put ranch on yours? I didn't know I was supposed to. I left to. the sauces out. You gave out. me one mug and said, the buffalo sauce is in there. You didn't say anything about the ranch. They're buffalo ranch. I put I didn't the know ranch that. out. I said, the ranch is on the counter and the buffalo sauce is on the counter. And the next thing I knew, you were looking in the fridge. And I was like, I said, what are you looking for? And you said, the buffalo sauce. And I, I said, distracted. it's on the counter. Anyway, you were supposed to, you didn't put the ranch on? I didn't on? put the ranch on. Oh, Dave. Well, what was your experience of them with Who just cares? the buffalo? Well, it doesn't even to- matter. I blew it. You did. You missed out for sure. Tell me about your experience of them without the I ranch. I still really liked it. Yeah. Tell me more. Well, why are you pulling that out of me? I want a review. You want, guys, I'm not giving enough content this episode. <laughs> is the vibe that I'm getting here. <laughs> well, I thought that they were light and fluffy. And I thought that the buffalo, I called it a buffalo glaze in my head. Oh. And it, I thought that they were buffalo potato puffs. I missed the word ranch in the description. They uh-huh. had me at buffalo. Diane had me at buffalo. Yeah. So I wasn't missing it until just now. Oh, we'll have to make them As again. You take your gleeful victory lap around the table. I'm not. I feel horrible that you didn't have the full experience. I'm surprised because you normally are looking at my plate and being and commenting on how I'm eating it. And I'm surprised you didn't at that point <laughs> pull out like, where's the ranch? Our kid was sick this week. And so... They I was a little that. distracted, wiping down every surface in the house. Also, you don't watch my plate as I eat it. No, that I was don't. clearly a lie. But the, I didn't try. Yeah, I guess I'm so. not. It's not your fault. Oh, I thought. Why you're... are you apologizing for it? Because <laughs> that's what I do. Anyway, Diane, I'm sorry that we're just fucking up our review of your <laughs> potato puffs. Um, I really liked them, despite. Only having 80% of the recipe. Mm-hmm. The buffalo was enough for me. I liked that it was a glaze. It is kind of like point, a glaze. Yeah. I thought it was fun. I'll squirt some buff sauce on anything and eat it and wake up any dish that way. This was not waking 
I feel like the term waking up implies that it needs to be awake, like it's a sleepy dish. But I thought the potato puffs worked really well on their own. I would have enjoyed them by themselves because I like I like like fries without dressing or ketchup or stuff like that. You know, like sometimes I like to eat just fries. So I thought they were very tasty like that. The buffalo glaze was really good. I, the, the brain boggles at what the ranch could have added to the the situation that was going on, but I didn't know I was missing it, and I was still riding high. Is that enough? Yeah, that okay, was great. Thanks. That was a great review. Great job. <laughs> so I did not sleep on the ranch dressing. Um, sleep. It was delightful. I we it, She has a recipe for vegan ranch that she recommends. I was lazy and used the bottled Simple Truth Ranch from the fridge. So we're off recipe at this point. I feel like we got to go full Diane with this. I don't. I feel like we both did it dirty. Then we'll go back and we'll do it again. We need to do it right. Mm-hmm. We're not going to bother the towheads with it a second time. But I think we, in the interest of integrity, Diane deserves and better friendship to Diane. We need to do better by this. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I'm I agree. glad we figured that out on the episode about this dish. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I wasn't policing your plate, so I didn't know until anyway. Uh, I thought these were incredible. I also, she, um, has optional sprinkle with green onions, which I did because I love a green onion. I don't, I don't, I, I don't care for a green onion. I didn't and give you, you kept any. them away. Yeah. I did, I did yeah. that for you. Cause I know that you about you. I'm mad I was going to get it. You were going to just throw your whole plate off. Dave flips the table over if he sees even a hint of a green onion. It's just the thing to know about him. So I thought these were lovely. I, the potatoes are like soft and fluffy inside and then it gets like a crust from baking in the oven but not like a capital c crust no just like a nice firm it's delightful shell yeah 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 it firms up a little bit on the outside uh, it's like a potato m&m the buffalo i mean buffalo ranch is a classic combo it's like spicy and tart and buttery and then the ranch is like creamy and flavorful why are you laughing at me for saying <laughs> that like, you're saying, like should have been obvious to you that no! ranch was part of it I'm saying, buffalo ranch is such a classic combo. i'm saying buffalo ranch i'm sure a lot of people listening have had buffalo ranch things in their lives i always maybe it's a wings thing but i always associate buffalo sauce with uh, blue cheese and not yeah. ranch. I think that in the vegan world, because it's a lot easier to do ranch than blue cheese, I think are when we do vegan wings, a lot of the time, mm. it's, you know what I mean? You know what, guys? Go to Crossroads. Get Crossroads. that ranch. Crossroads. Crossroads Kitchen. Yep. Get that. Not ranch. Don't wear Get shorts. Get the blue cheese. Yeah. Get wear the- shorts. We're starting a trend. No, don't do it. They'll put you in the bad kids room. Although they might do that anyway. We had fun in the bad kids. Room. We had a really great time in the bad kids room. Can't stress that enough. I also didn't mention. I think that the guy who was vaping with his girlfriend on the date was wearing flip flops. Was he? Yeah. So oh, it was flagrant bad room behavior. Anyway, I listened to that episode this week. That's why it was top of mind. It's a good episode. I enjoyed listening to it again. Allie made it good. Allie did make it good. What are we talking about? Oh yeah, Diane. Yeah. I enjoyed these it's very great. much. We'll make again. Also, they were really flavorful on their own. They have plenty of seasoning inside of them, but putting but you, buffalo and ranch on top. You don't agree with me about potatoes by themselves. No, I don't like to eat a fry by itself. I probably wouldn't eat these puffs by themselves either, but that's not on the puffs. That's just, I like to dip potato things in other things. You don't eat anything without sauce. No, 
I like a sauce. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You literally like a sauce. Just whatever. No, you like one sauce that you put on everything. Oh, that chili chili yeah. sauce? Yeah. Chili crisp. You like a sauce. Dave's talking about chili crisp. No, I don't know. I like ranch, barbecue. That makes it up. <laughs> but I think in, like my sentiment of you don't eat anything without sauce. Ninety percent of that use case is covered by one sauce. Yes, chili crisp yeah. is back at the Kroger, and it is on every dish that I eat now. It's the wedge of sauces. <laughs> I would put that chili crisp on a red on a wedge. That'd be great. That would be good. Mm-hmm. So then let's let's go all the way to the other side of the dish, the other side of the plate. Let's do it. On the other side of the plate were Gardein Ultimate Plant-Based Chicken Nuggets. I bought the bag at Kroger a few weeks ago. They had been sitting in the freezer. We were like, what are we going to eat with these potato puffs? And I was like, some Gardein stuff. And then I saw these and I was like, some Gardein stuff for the pod. Yeah. What did these have in them, Dave? What do you mean? Do they have paprika? Yeah, they do. They do. Everything has paprika in it. Everything. In this world. I watched Dave looking for a snack today in the fridge and everything he pulled out he had to put back because of paprika. Yeah. So for the 99.9% of you who um, don't listen to the other episodes, I have discovered that I have at best a paprika sensitivity, at worst a full-blown paprika allergy. Kind of ruined my uh, one of my nights in when we were in California, but it's also been something that when I discovered it or started to suspect it, a lot of the food-related discomfort that I had had for my entire life kind of clicked into a better focus. Um, So now I'm really trying to be strict about it, and that's what made me discover that it's a fucking ingredient in everything. It's in everything. And I think that in the vegetarian and vegan community it's even more in everything (laughs) like i don't know why like and i think in gardine's case a lot of it is for color right yeah in this one i put that in my notes because i i knew it would come up but the this one it's not paprika isn't what's listed it's paprika extractives for color yeah and so dave and i also were wondering is that make does that make a difference as far as discomfort how how was your tum-tum it was fine. I mean, this is like Guardian chicken was something that I had eaten really without incident. So I'm sure that there's not to get too under the medical hood, but there's probably a scale of like if there's a little bit, it doesn't bother me. If there's more, it does. You know, uh, one of the things that did burn me was I've always gotten a stomach ache after eating Guardian fishless fillets. And I love them. They're like one of my favorite things that like any meatless company makes. And I always just kind of sucked it up. And I thought it was because it was just a big ball of gluten, you know? Yeah. Um, And that sitting in your stomach is probably going to upset it. But then I looked into it and they used paprika in it. I was like, what the hell, guys? Yeah. It Um, doesn't even, the color of those doesn't even seem. Right. So I don't know. Um, And yeah, I'm going to go see a doctor about it. I'm not doing this all in my head and get some clarity there, but. So I think like there's all these ones like they're chicken products. They use it mostly for color. It's never really been a problem before. Then there's like if somebody puts it as a primary ingredient in a 
Patty or something like that. <laughs> what? I'm just watching you try not to name names. Hey, I'm trying to be nice. <laughs> yes. Dave isn't trying to name the place in LA that poisoned him. He's doing a really like a it lot of didn't footwork. poison me. No. That's that was the, the thing. It was either this or food poisoning. And yeah. it was pretty clearly this. Yeah. So they're off the hook. But I yeah. don't even want to like bring their name into this to complicate it, you know? No. So our diehard fans are going to figure this out, though. Are they? We didn't mention that restaurant. They on the knew bottom. where we went, though. Our diehard fans know where we went. When we share our locations. Oh. When we're on Foursquare checking into places, they'll figure it yep. out. Yep. Follow us on Foursquare, everyone. Yeah. You're on 4chan. What? Yeah. Absolutely. Anyway. What? The nuggets. I was not wild about the branding on these nuggets. I don't know what Guardian is going for. They're doing it with burgers now, too. Burger patties. It's their ultimate line, this different branding. What the fuck is that? I don't know, but they have- What's ultimate about them? I don't know. I'm just saying that's like, it's another- Yeah. Okay. And I'm not wild about it. Yeah. Like, it's so bro-y. I think it's supposed to be like meteor. It's the same nuggets that they make in the other bags. Is it? Yes. Is it? I think it is. It's the same. It's the same as their chicken fingers that are not ultimate. It's the same breading. It's the same consistency. They nail fake chicken. So it's not a problem from a taste perspective. But it's just like, what's ultimate about that? What's ultimate about that burger that's different from the black bean burger that or the burger? I guess it is a black bean burger that's also a Guardian product, you know? They do have a black bean burger. But they've got an ultimate burger, too. And it's like, who are they trying to... I don't know. It gives off such a bro vibe, and I'm not wild about that. I'm just over here trying to get uh, an ingredient list of the regular Guardian tenders to see... Because I wrote down, like, the key ingredients. Right. Well, the other thing about it, too, is that Guardian's packaging is so consistent and clean and across the entire line, like you can glance at the cooler and know where the Guardian section is and you can see the range of products that they offer. Sorry, I'm very frustrated at how hard it is to find these ingredients. You go on. Dave's reading my eyes. Ah, I found it. Meatless chicken. Yeah, it's a different mixture of ingredients in the tenders it's a new formulation i think that it's supposed to be meatier gotcha did you hear what i was saying about the packaging yes that you like how guardian is consistent you can just like talk to you about it i know i was that's why i stopped because you were just like (laughs) i was listening as i was getting really mad at how hard it was to just find an ingredient list um yeah, I agree that Guardian's got like a very iconic look to its packaging and it seems like they're trying to like reach a different market segment with this ultimate stuff that does it has a very broy feel. Mm-hmm. I agree with you. It's like a black bag and lots of like big bold impacty fonts. Did you look up the Guardian Ultimate line? Cuz maybe they have like a brand statement about it. I didn't. I'll let you make faces at your phone now. I'm doing it. Do I'm it. Doing it. Well, the ultimate plant-based burger, their description is finally a plant-based burger that looks, cooks, smells, and satisfies like real meat. Each patty is one quarter pound of juicy, mouth-watering deliciousness. And with 19 grams of protein, whether you throw them on the grill or fry them in a pan, they're guaranteed to satisfy. That's what it is. There's more protein. 
That's probably what it is. Oh, yeah. There are more types of protein in the ultimate. The like bulk of it is soy protein, pea protein, and wheat gluten, mm-hmm. which is also proteiny. I did feel like the texture was meatier. Do you think the branding worked on you? Or do you think the proof was actually in the pudding? I think the proof was in the pudding, huh. honestly. Okay. I felt like they were fine. I didn't have a problem with them. I don't have a problem with the other Guardian chicken things. I think they all have variations in the breading, like slight variations in the breading. There is one nugget that's just like obscenely bad. Yeah, those make. the regular Guardian chicken nuggets are, they're bad. But then if you had taken that nugget, and given it the breading that's on the chicken fingers, you would have had this nugget. So I thought that the texture was incredible. I thought the breading was nice and light and had a nice like flavor to it. Uh, as Dave mentioned, I love to dip things in sauce, but I did for the pod eat one uh, without sauce and it was good. I didn't want to do it again because I like to dip things in barbecue sauce and that did make it even better. You are such a uh, saint. Thank like you. you are I did it for the pod. So I, thoughtless. Yeah. Like in a good way. Like I, thoughtful. Yeah. Thoughtful. No no regard for your own comfort. Selfless? Thinking are you only, thinking yeah, selfless? Yeah, selfless. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was thoughtless yeah. to describe it as thoughtless. Mm-hmm. You were. Okay. I'm glad you're Well, this admitting. is less selfless oh. the way that you're talking to me. Oh. I also wanted to say uh-huh. that uh these are more like a popcorn chicken. They're small, mm. small little little balls. They're not like a big nugget. See, that works against it too. Because if it's ultimate, why is it smaller? But you're supposed to eat the serving sizes a lot. It's like eight of them or something. Right, but Maybe there's nothing ultimate about this. <laughs> I do think, I agree with you. The branding's kind of weird. It's like at the very least, like their ultimate burger, I could see if it's a thicker burger than the other burger they offer. They're saying this one's the ultimate. Yeah. It's great. Agree, disagree, but it's objectively true. Like you can make that claim. Sure. You're saying that these nuggets are smaller than their other nuggets, yet they are the ultimate nugget. They're smaller, but they're thicker. They're like little round, little balls. So are they denser? I think so. Yeah. Okay. Like they're little, I'm trying to. Because I don't. Bigger than a marble. Yeah, thanks. I'm trying to think yeah, of bigger something. Than a what's the size of these things? I'm trying to think of something comparable in size to them. These things were like nose sized. Yeah, they're like yeah. nose size. Whereas the tenders are like long. And even right. even those nuggets that are bad, they're kind of they're like a more McDonald's chicken nugget size and shape and these are like little round. They're like popcorn chicken pieces. What's ultimate about that? I think it's what you were saying, the protein amount and the the density like it's meatier i felt like to borrow a gross term from last week's episode that it had like striations when you bite into it like it had a a texture to me that was meatier i took a picture i the texture to me was so much meatier that i took a bite and was like whoa and i went in to take a picture of like a bite shot it's a not the most artful bite shot but it was hastily taken with kitchen lighting (laughs) But I, I did it also for the pod. If you're calling your product ultimate and it's smaller than your other product, you have failed. Do you think so? Yes. I don't know. Ultimate, like it's, it's like rule one of American branding is like ultimate is like the top of your like. But it's it could the be biggest and brassiest like nugget. But it, I 
the flavor to me was more chickeny, and I thought that the texture, yeah, ultimate texture. I don't disagree with that. I'm saying, would it kill you to make it your biggest nugget, <laughs> so, you so think- that you can tick that box? Why would your ultimate product be a smaller product, even if all, everything that you're saying is true and supports <laughs> this ultimate idea? Why would it be a smaller product than the other product that you offer, Gardein? If you're listening. We'd like to know. It can be smaller than the chicken fingers. I don't want you to think I'm making that claim. But bigger than their nuggets. Bigger than any other nugget that they make. Your ultimate line needs to be the largest product that you offer. I'm spelling this out for them, not for you. Okay. Okay. I don't know that I'm still on board with you, but I'm not going to argue about it anymore. What would? I don't know. I think ultimate can refer to things besides size. Yes, I don't disagree, but when size is not part of it, it's pretty evident that it is like it contradicts the ultimate claim. I guess I was a little surprised at how small they were. You brought it up. I did. Okay, well now I'm with you. Okay. I've come full circle. Like he said, I don't want to argue this anymore. Like that's not what this is. <laughs> this entire podcast. Just arguing. So on a scale of one to 10 bad episodes, what would you give Gardein Ultimate Plant-Based Chicken Nuggets? Gosh, I think I'd give these like a nine, nine five. Okay. Yes. These, I feel like the texture was there. The flavor was there. The breading was nice and light. I could really taste the protein part of it, which is what I'm here for. I thought... I found them very palatable, even without a sauce, although always better with a sauce because everything is. And I would love to eat them again, especially since they didn't give you a tum-tum ache. That's right. A tum-tum ache is what I said. I stand by it. A nine. Point five. Jesus Christ. What about you? Oh, no. What? Nothing. I'm just bracing myself. I think flavor-wise... I'm in like eight to nine territory, but branding wise, it it takes it away. It takes away from it. What about texture wise though? What? You said flavor wise, but what about the texture? Texture can, is so important. I give my review? Plant based meat. I'm sorry. I didn't interrupt your review. I'm sorry. I want to hear all the. So I thought the thoughts. taste was there. Yeah. I thought the branding, the taste was high, rated it high. The <laughs> branding actually like. Knocked me off the ledge a little bit because I was offended by the broiness of the ultimate. <laughs> and I was disappointed in I did not think that that pudding had that proof of being ultimate. Even though the taste was good, it was smaller. I don't want to get into this again, <laughs> but it was small. What ultimate product is smaller than the other product? Name one. Name one. I do want to get into it again. Name one. <laughs> Dave's really name going one on the ultimate product. I'm yelling at the toeheads at this point. I challenge you to name one ultimate product that is smaller than the non-ultimate version of that product offered by that company. I'll what are you looking him. over my shoulder for? Is Ron Gardine here? <laughs> He's right over there. He's sitting where Marilyn was. I'll laughing. kill you. <laughs> <laughs> He's a big bro, is the joke. He's broy. Yeah, he's, he's so like, new. He's like the the cousin that they brought in to help them compete with Impossible. He's got like a 
pink and white striped like dress shirt that's rolled up to his sleeves and he's like just bursting out of it almost and he's got a tie but the tie is thrown over his his shoulder so that it doesn't get in the way of like the work that his hands need to do mm-hmm, which his at hands this are moment just are wrapped choking, around my neck yeah, yeah as i say this yeah ron ron gardine mm-hmm. uh so you know my thoughts on the texture i did want to spend a minute talking about the texture because it's important it's very i agree i agree Here's 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 my challenge to all the people making fake meats. You don't have it yet. That fried chicken texture, you don't have it yet. The person who finds it will be like pulling the the sword from the stone, like you'll be king of fake meats. We've been to like some restaurants that have been able to pull it off with like their seitan fried chicken. The one in New York Oh, the one that's owned by Mississippi Vegan? Sure. Oh, dang it. What's the name of that place? We did this last time. Yeah. That one? Mary Ellen, if you're listening. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so it's it's doable. It's been done, but no like mass producing company has done it yet. Everything that's not that is just competing for second place. And so I will agree with you that this texture is in a solid second place. It's as good as anybody is doing it, but... There's there's something that's missing, you know, that they need that somebody needs to figure out. So that brings me to six point eight out of ten bad episodes for these nuggets. Ultimately, ultimately, ha ha ha. Oh, you're not there. I am ultimately. They're too small. The branding is off, which is a bigger miss than it should be because their branding is typically so on. And while the taste was good, it didn't really compensate for how small it was. And also I had these fucking banging potato puffs that uh, overshadowed everything else on the plate. Those potato puffs were incredible. And my only complaint would be that I didn't double the recipe because I could have eaten twice as many for sure. For sure. They were so good. The kid wasn't feeling well, and so he didn't finish everything on his plate. And had he not been sick, I would have taken those mm. and eaten them as well. But yeah. he was sick, and so I composted them. Yep. Yep. R.I.P. R.I.P. Are we going to ha- – do you want to have a snack? Yeah, let's have a snack. Okay. Is this a new segment? Wanna, called Do You Want to Have a Snack? Do You Want to Have a Snack? Do You Want to Have a Snack? <laughs> Urban Vegan Kitchen is the Mississippi Vegan's restaurant. P.S. I have found it. It is on Carmine Street. If you are in New York City, you should eat there. Incredible. Dave has gone to get the snack, everyone. We discussed this snack earlier, and my favorite part about this segment so far is that I don't have to get up to fix the snack. Oh, you brought the whole jar in here. We we had to talk about it, right? It's true. Okay. So I saw these at the grocery store at Kroger yesterday. These are McClure's Pickles, and these are the Spicy Spears version. So it's the Spicy Pickle, and you can see a little red pepper floating around in there with some garlic and other stuff. These are quarter-cut dill wedges, which, you know, I feel like I feel like it's hard to find a whole pickle. Yeah, like, like in a the whole store. cucumber pickle. Yeah, that's yeah. got like snap and bite because everything is usually pretty like soggy and, and soft. Yeah, 
Mm-hmm. Okay, so here's how I think we should do it. I, you are a hand eater, and I am not. I'm a utent. Like I don't like to pick stuff up with my hands and eat it. No, you don't. Um, I'm not uh, that bad person. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to. I've got this plate with two pickles on it. I'm going to have a fork, and then you can have the plate. Okay. Right. Oh my gosh! Let's not drip pickle not, juice I'm not on gonna. the. That's okay. why I'm, you cool? Okay. Yes, that's why I'm doing this. Ooh, that's a spicy pickle. That's a spicy pickle. What are you tasting? It just says peppers on the ingredients. Tasting those? Yeah. Whew. What kind of peppers? Cayenne? It just says peppers. It just says peppers. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They're red. I saw them floating in there. Maybe it's cayenne. That's just one pepper. There could be more. Definitely garlic. Mm-hmm. I got to say the flavoring is kind of, it's spicy? hard to decipher. There's is a lot spicy? of heat going on. I'm going to need another bite. There's a lot of like general heat. It's just like a generally hot one. And it's not even like a slow burn. It's like a, hey, I'm here to spice you up. That's the pickle talking. I can definitely taste the garlic and a little onion. Mm-hmm. You think there's onion, huh? I do. Mm. Okay. Yeah, the vinegar is getting me. It's a spicy pickle. It's not even the heat. It was like a little bit of the vinegar went down the wrong way. I mean, it's a spicy pickle. It it's burns a like pickle. it burns in the front of your mouth. Oh. Oh, that's a good pickle. Yeah. Dave. That's a good crunchy pickle. And I'm going to tell you that from the coloring of these pickles in the jar, I didn't think it was going to be very crunchy. They look like they're going to be soft. I got to say, I'm still a little, a little starved for snap. I want, to, I want it to be a little bit crispier. But what yeah. it lacks in snap, it makes up for in spice. Still snappier than your off-the-shelf pickle. When you say snap. Yeah. But I think what you're talking about with snap, like you need a whole pickle to get that. Maybe. Like the skin part is where you get the snap of a pickle. And that part of the pickle does have a nice crunch to it. To get the snap, you need it to be encased in the skin because the snap is when you make it through. Maybe. Maybe. So the softer inside. I've had a snappier wedge though. Have you? Yeah. Okay. So you're probably true, but it's still possible for the skin to be a little bit tighter than it is. Got a little sag, a little sag on the skin. Nothing wrong with that. This isn't Hollywood. Is there dill in these? They taste a little dilly. It's a dill pickle. It is a dill pickle. Yeah. yeah these are nice. They're complex. I was at, at first I thought it was kind of a simple flavor because they are so spicy and that does overpower. But then like afterwards, you get a lot of other stuff going on. Here's the ingredients. Cucumbers, water, distilled vinegar, salt, garlic, dill, peppers, seven ingredients. So really not that complex. Balanced then. But peppers, peppers. That's what opens it up, I think. You got a little bit of this and a little bit of this, a little bit of the old razzle-dazzle. Yeah, they're aggressive. You know what I think I might um, do in the backyard? Hmm. Uh, I've been thinking about this all week. haven't brought it up until now. I think I'm going to start a pickle garden. Instead of having a pepper garden Ooh. or an herb garden, I'm going to have a pickle garden. Dill. It's going to be all stuff for pickles. Garlic? No. Like things to pickle. Hmm. Like, there's jalapenos, I'll pickle them. Cucumbers, what else will you pickle? Peppers? You'll be yeah. a, a regular Peter Piper? No, I'm not going to pick any pecs. No. I'm just going to pickle peppers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
I'm going to do half of a Peter Piper. Classic um, half a Peter Piper. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I do like some beans. Pickled beans. Ooh. You ever think of that? Sort of like you a three- pickle a bean? I feel like, to me, like a three bean salad almost has like a quick pickle yeah. feel to it. What if it was like a uh, snap peas? Pickled snap peas. Mm. Yeah, right? I like this. I like where you're going with this. Yeah, so maybe I'll do it. You think you could pickle a tomato? You absolutely can. Maybe pickle, I'll do tomatoes. You can pickle green tomatoes. Why can't you pickle red ones? I mean, I guess you can, but yeah. the ones that I've had are always green. My well, Poppy Irving used to love pickled green tomatoes. We would sit on the back patio and eat them out of the jar together mm. and have fond memories of doing that with him. That sounds uh, delightful. It is delightful. It really was. Good summer memories. I, um, what else can I pickle? I can pickle that squash. You think I should make beets? I should grow beets? Sure. Oh, space. Carrots? Then you could keep it going year-round because not all of these grow at the same time of year. Mm. Got it. Okra? My jalapenos turned red. That'll happen. You yeah. still eat them. I know, but does that mean they're hot? I think they're still hot. Does that mean they're hotter? That I'm not sure of. Okay. Thank you for listening. If you're enjoying the show. <laughs> to be fair, those jalapenos aren't always hot. Or they were, have they been this How year? How dare you? I'm not. I'm How sick. dare you? Thank you for listening. If you're enjoying the show, take a second to rate, review, and subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. It really helps us out. And we just love reading those five-star reviews. We might even read yours on the pod. And I would just also like to say to Reardon Metal, I'm waiting on that second review or for your friend to make one where you can answer the questions. You can also follow us at Talkin' Tofu on Twitter or Talkin' Tofu Pod on Instagram. And I'm Glue and Glitter on all social media. And I'm Line Leader on Twitter and Instagram. Take us home, Dave. <sighs> and we'd love to hear from you. Got a suggestion for a food we should try? Thoughts about an episode? Just want to say hello? Write to us at TalkinTofuPod at gmail.com. That's talking without the G. Talkin' Tofu is a production of Caddington, Inc. Our music is by Delicate Beats. Bye-bye. <laughs> 